Papa Pavlovich, ladies and gentlemen, what did I say? There was a clear father and son dynamic going on between Sergei Pavlovich and Curtis Blades. My expertise recognized it right away. And you saw Curtis, he wasn't thinking about anything else besides Sergei Pavlovich. Yes, you have to think about your opponent, but not to a point where you don't know what to do with your hands. He had no idea what to do with his hands at the stare downs. He did have his moments on the feet in this fight, but overall, he was just not in it. He was the son in this scenario, and Sergey was the papa, and he's the world's greatest papa because, man, he did it again. He sunned another guy, makes it six first round finishes in a row by KO TKO the guy is just on fire and yeah man I told you this is this is the Heisenberg of the heavyweight division he gave him a nod saying I am the dad I am Heisenberg I am Sergei Pavlovich and Curtis just had no idea what to do with his hands he was trying his best to just remain calm and collective but it just wasn't working and i said if will ferrell showed up all right i'll take my words back but will ferrell clearly nowhere to be seen in that ufc apex five and oh for me i don't get these things wrong i keep getting them right i am an expert i went to harvard i have a degree it is clear by now and i don't know why people still doubt me because of this because i have a gift and i want to share it with you guys and i i i impress myself i impress myself man <laughs> All right, oh man, I got I got to stay humble. You know, you guys are the ones who bring me to this point, this position. You guys give me the platform to show my expertise, and I want to thank you guys for the ones who support me and the ones who doubt me. I appreciate you all because you guys keep this roller coaster going. It's not even a real roller coaster. It's just an upward trajectory for me in my opinion so yeah sergey pavlovich man papa pavlovich does it he beats curtis blades in the first round by tko and just wow man you know just wow and let's talk about curtis blades because i want to give him credit he was looking good on the feet early on he was connecting with shots it looked like there was a possibility he could connect with a shot and Sergey could get knocked out. After all, this is the heavyweight division. Anything could happen in this division. But Sergey, you know, he does such a good job when it comes to not overexerting himself in these fights because he knows it himself. He knows one shot could end it all. So as much as he puts pressure on his opponent, he doesn't do it to a point where he's going to rush in and then get caught. This is no Stipe Miocic hurting Francis and then going in for the kill because even before the finish Sergey connected with a shot that dropped Curtis and most fighters would just rush and pounce on their opponent at that moment but 
Sergey is like, no, not yet. My son still has more to show to me, and I understand that. Let him continue. Get get back up, son, and then you know connect with some shots. I'll let you hit me on the face, son. You know I'm your papa. That's what it was for Sergey. He was in no real trouble. Of course, one shot changed changes it all but overall even though he ate these shots it was nothing that was hurting him basically but for Curtis he was eating a bunch of shots and you could see that he was starting to worry he even shot for a takedown and Sergey easily defended it so all those rumors of oh Curtis is going to bring him down ground and pound him destroy him there that was out of the water because man one you have deadly striking like this. And I'm someone who always likes to pick the strong grappler over a strong striker. But Sergey is on another level of strong striker because you don't want to get hit by him. After that first shot from Sergey, you could tell that Curtis was not happy with that. He felt it. He felt that power. It went through his guard and he was just like, all right, this this is not good, man. And I got to give credit to Curtis, man. I feel bad for the guy because he is such a good fighter. One of the best fighters in the heavyweight division. But whenever he's close to getting into title contention, he ends up losing to a heavy hitter. And it happened with Francis Ngannou twice. It happened with Derek Lewis. And now it's happening again with Sergei Pavlovich. And I think... That really shows how strong of a hitter Sergey is because to be along the same likes of Derek Lewis and Francis Ngannou, it goes to show that you are the real deal when it comes to heavy hitting in this heavyweight division. To defeat someone like Curtis Blaze, despite Curtis having probably the best wrestling aside from John Jones's wrestling, John Jones's wrestling in the heavyweight division. So. Even though that was a factor, Curtis was going to be able to bring the fight down. Sergey didn't care because his punching is just too good. His striking is just too good. And it was just too much for Curtis, especially that jab. The jab was connecting and just the jab alone was hurting Curtis. Like, how crazy is that? That's how you know Sergey Pavlovich hits very hard. And yeah, it was just not good. Then... After one of the jabs, he connects with an uppercut. That connects. It hurts Curtis again. He swarms with more punches. Curtis goes down. After some more shots on the ground, the ref steps in. And once again, another first-round finish. How long did this fight last? It lasted three minutes and eight seconds. So a little longer than his previous two fights, which were under, which were less than a minute against Taituivas and Derek Lewis. But... Still, another first-round finish. It makes it six first-round finishes in a row. I think he is, like, one away from Chuck Liddell's record of most knockouts, most TKO KOs in a row in the UFC. So, man, imagine if he continues it against John Jones. I'll, I'll talk about that John Jones fight in a bit. But I, I'm just, like, I'm still amazed by Sergey Pavlovich, man. He has quickly turned things around for himself and has become a name in this heavyweight division. And when I say quickly, look, he came to the UFC in 2018, debut against Alistair Overeem. Unfortunately, 
he didn't win that fight he got taken down a ground and pounded that's what everyone thought was going to happen in this fight but it just shows that Sergey is on another level right now and man it's exciting to see after winning two fights in 2019 by KOTKO he comes back after the pandemic in 2022 fights three times in 2022 all finishes in the first round and then this is his first fight in 2023 and another finish it's just been such a rapid rise for this guy and at the age of 30 oh man how scary is this guy 18 and 1 heavyweight division not even in his prime yet as a fighter it's just this this is terrifying it's very reminiscent of francis Ngannou while when francis was on his way up back in the day it's just like damn this guy's the real deal man like this is what the heavyweight division is about these heavy hitters who could change the trajectory of a fight who could win a fight in one shot and sergey pavlovich is that new guy since francis Ngannou is gone so what is next for sergey pavlovich and i said it a little bit just right now it's clear that he will be fighting for the belt next there's no doubt about it in my opinion who else is there like for real who else is there because Obviously, the UFC wants to make John Jones versus Stipe Miocic next. Okay, they can make that. But then after that, it has to be Sergey Pavlovich, man. Like, there's just, there's just no way, in my opinion, that it doesn't go to Sergey Pavlovich. So, yeah, like it has. He's the number one contender in this heavyweight division, and he's a very exciting number one contender and a very scary one for whoever captures the belt in this next title bout between John Jones and Stipe Miocic. Personally, I think John Jones is going to defend his belt. And if that's the case, we're going to get John Jones versus Sergei Pavlovich, which will be, oh man, what an interesting fight, you know, because you have Sergei just prove again that, you know what, I can... I can deny the takedown. My, I, I'm not worried about the takedown compared to before, like in that fight against Alistair Overeem. Yeah, he was able to do that, but that was back in 2018. We are in 2023 now. I'm a different fighter. I'm a different beast now. So how is that going to fare well against someone like John Jones? Because you know what? John Jones is a strong guy, but man, Sergey is a, a beast. He's a tank, man. This guy is massive and he's not just massive like big massive he's like muscular massive so it's just like bro i i don't know i really don't know like i i want to lean more towards john because john is just that guy you know he is the goat but when it comes to sergey pavlovich man it's just like i i don't know man you know like this guy could change it in one one shot and you imagine if he knocks out john jones in the first round how oh my goodness like that that would that would be insane man honestly if john jones was to beat sergey pavlovich right now i would be very impressed and for the people who don't consider him as the goat right now if he beats sergey pavlovich you have to consider him as the goat at that point because he is he's basically going up against francis Ngannou when he's fighting sergey pavlovich at least in my opinion maybe not to the same degree but the same type of fighter he he's doing it this is a very risky fight because he's fighting a very hungry up-and-comer in sergey pavlovich and he 
could finish a fight in one shot. So this is a true test for John Jones because he fought Cyril Gon before this, but I don't think Cyril Gon is that one shot knockout power type of striker like a Sergei Pavlovich. So this is going to be interesting to see. Will John be able to bring Sergei down? Will he be able to hold Sergei down? And will he be able to take Sergei's shots? Like, I, I want to see that fight so badly, man. And who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with John and Stipe? Because it just feels like it was supposed to happen on International Fight Week. It doesn't seem like it's going to happen anymore. And you know the UFC and Stipe. They're not really on the greatest of terms. Maybe they will overlook him for this shot like they did in John's previous fight against Cyril Gaon. It was supposed to be John and Stipe for the vacant belt originally, but they said, all right, no, not Stipe. We're going to go with Cyril. What if they do that again with Stipe Miocic for this time and then we just automatically get John Jones versus Sergey Pavlovich? Oh my goodness. Just please sign me up for that. I don't even want to see John versus Stipe. I don't care for it. I'm sorry. I get that. Legacy-wise and name-wise, it's probably the bigger fight, but I'm more excited for John Jones versus Sergey. I was going to say Sergey Spivak, Sergey Pavlovich. Like, oh, goodness. Yeah, but... Yeah, looking forward to what's next for Sergey Pavlovich, what he's going to do. Will he become the next UFC heavyweight champion? It will be exciting. I would love to see it. And imagine if he's the guy who dethrones John Jones, that would be an even bigger feather in his cap for sure. So can't wait to see what's next. 18 and 1 Sergey Pavlovich, 5 and 0 Kion Kimura. But what do you think? How do you see a fight going for Sergey Pavlovich against John Jones? Will he beat John and become the new heavyweight champion? I, I can't even forget about Stipe. We can't forget about Stipe, but I just hope it's Sergey versus John. That's why I'm saying John. But that's all I have for now. So I'll see you in my next one. Bye bye.